She'll call you up whenever things go wrong. She's always there. She's your shoulder to cry on. She just can't live without her phone. But you don't even have a home. It's time to respect the solo career of Melanie Jane Chisholm. You're listening to Pod of the Pops. The podcast that relives and relives pop culture. And we're back with Sporty Spice, Melanie Jane Chisholm. Chisholm? 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 She's home. (laughs) They're all special to me. Yeah. But maybe Melcy is an extra little bit special. Mm, Because I did meet her. Wow. And I maybe am responsible for the new reunion. I don't want to get too big-headed, but I was backstage at a music festival earlier in the summer, 2018. And this is before when they were talking about stuff and there was no announcement of a tour. And I said to her that, you know, the Spice Girls changed my life. And I was like, she was very humble. She was literally about to go on stage and I've like got her by the ponytail. But um, she was like, I was just like, I just have to tell you how incredible you are and how your music changed my life. And I also listened to the new album. I always like to drop in that I know their new work. That you actually do lessons yeah. than yeah. 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 And she was very nice about it. And she said, I was like, please reunite. And she was like, I'll think about it. <laughs> humble Spice yeah, is what we're Humble saying. Spice. That's a pretty incredible story. I mean, I didn't, I knew that you'd met her, but I didn't know the details. That's... It was, I can't believe I didn't bang that one out. I think I texted you all straight away. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it's me with yeah, Melcy. Yeah. Did you feel starstruck? I was a bit... I'm watching her more so than mm. backstage chat. So, yeah. She puts on a great show. Yeah. She's a great singer. Yeah. She was your favourite, Lauren. Yeah. Like, so, growing up, I just remember that kind of... I really related to her because I wasn't a very girly girl That's growing nice. up. And so, I just remember, like, loving it that she had, you know, the kick moves and the really, like, it wasn't... It wasn't super feminine. It was like yeah. really kind of in your face and tending to be her. You were, it was much more achievable for like a young girl, you know? And so I just remember being at birthday parties and like doing the kick and everything. Oh, okay. And you were also yeah. very sporty as a child. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, she was, she was my home girl, man. Also, I think it was just like she had, to be, to a certain extent, she did kind of stick out in a lot of the photos as well. She was like... She was always casual. She was always just... Very tomboy. Too very, casual sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. But but nevertheless, she had energy that kind of... She got away with it. Yeah. So she kicks off her career, the classic Spice Girls way, with a collaboration. Yeah. And what a collaboration oh, it is. amazing song. Brian Adams, When You're Gone.
you know she was not Adam's first choice for the duet? I did not know that. No. So, um, when she was first doing it, he asked Cheryl Crow, but never heard back. And Ouch, then Cheryl I know. <laughs> Brian Adams. I mean, it's not like it's a tune as well. Yeah. yeah. And then he was in LA and got in a lift. Melanie walked in. And he was like, "Hey, Mel." And she was like, "Hi, Brian." And he was like, "We should sing together." And she was like, "Sure." That's literally what was what? written down, wow. quote unquote, on Wikipedia. <laughs> Their two voices together are just incredible. Yeah, they are actually such a contrast, but it goes yeah. so nicely. Yeah, it is a good tune. And the, and the video I loved, where it's in the house. Oh, it's all the different scenes. Rooms, yeah. yeah, running around. Uh-huh. I think the same house Leona Lewis burnt down in her bleeding love video. <laughs> The, um, Very possible. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, she really hit the ground running with that one. I have to say. The, the, the clips on the video where like Brian Adams is singing in the wind machine. Yeah. Like he looks so. Rough. I watched it the other day. He looks so rough. He looks like that. Do you remember that board game Nightmare? Where you played the video and it had like the evil spectre guy and he'd be like, pause. The player with the dice is now. Do you oh, remember this? No, that sounds really. Terrible. It was a nineties game. We just had Monopoly. <laughs> In Scotland, that's all we had. <laughs> in Scotland, all you have is monopoly. When Your Gone was written by Elliot Kennedy as well, who worked on a number of the Spice Girls. Ah, yes. Didn't realise until afterwards. And it went into number three? Yeah. Oh, only number three? I'm yeah. Su- I'm surprised that it wasn't number, number one. Yeah. It felt like, I think it lasted around the charts, didn't it? It was yes. very big on radio. Yeah, yeah, it was quite awesome. Because it, it was just such a... A kind of song everybody could get on board with. You yeah. Know? It was even, I think what was interesting about her, obviously we'll continue, we'll elaborate on this, but she really kind of tapped into a sound that people could get into her work who weren't Spice Girls fans. Yeah. Because it was well, the first sound. album. Yeah. Less so later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kept up the sporty look as well. When yeah. she's in that video, she's in like a tank top and yes. like cargo trousers, right? Yeah. Doing all the sporty things like sit-ups and stuff while she's waiting for them. But That's she right, she yeah. is very athletic in general. She, she looks, will say yeah. that now. She needs exercise in her life. Yeah. 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 To be okay. Mm-hmm. She looked good in the video. Yeah. yeah. So here, I've got a good game. Right, so Brian Adams um, re-recorded the song for a Greatest Hits album in 2005. Uh-huh. And he used a different person. Oh, that Which is... Bucks and Blonde did he get to record Melanie's part? <gasps> was it Dolly Parton? No. Jessica Simpson? <laughs> no. Who? Pamela Anderson. What? Did she sing? I don't know. We have to hear that. I tried so hard to find I can't find it. It's not on UK. UK Spotify doesn't have it. It was like a Canadian or American only. But I can't find it on YouTube. I'm intrigued why I used a different voice as well. Because he re-recorded it. And but, I guess... But Why? 2005 Mel was she wasn't that busy but she I don't know I think he maybe thought it would be a hit oh that is an interesting I really need to find that I looked super hard so if you you have the link guys please tweet us with that link at pot of the pops but UK only or burn it for me and send it I will be forever yours they did actually go on so um, Melanie and Brian Adams then did go on to write three songs together for her album but they didn't they didn't make the cut oh she signed with Virgin Records which was who the Spice Girls were with and began her first studio album and this is before Forever is released as well yeah so she's in the studio doing a solo project before the final Spice Girl project Mm. she really went the artistic route so everyone says um oh Jerry's like the Madonna Jerry wanted to be Madonna yeah it was Melanie C that called in all of Madonna's producers. She mm. actually called Madonna 
for wow. advice on working with for, with this album. And uh, Mel C has actually quoted Madonna as her biggest musical influence. Oh, so actually. that must have been really quite. You a don't hear that in. I wouldn't have guessed that listening to. No, the I wouldn't have either. But it's no. the the debut album is Northern Star. It's yeah. classic. Yeah, but when you there's bits of Northern Star which maybe do sound a little bit like Madonna in the you know in the music or the Ray of Light era. So I wanted you to say Ray of Light because yeah. it this was a year later. Right. Um, and that's what Melanie yeah. C said she wanted to try. So she worked with William Orbit. Um, yeah, okay, so... And one of the producers from Red Hot Chili Peppers as well. Oh, brilliant. So yeah. she, yeah, that was what she was trying. She pulled in a lot of the production team from Red of Light, yeah. basically, to try and do that. And I think you can sense that vibe. And you can, On yeah. Northern Star. Yeah. And that's probably why I like it so much, to be honest. Ray of Light is my favourite Madonna album, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I'm... Classic. Here for hard candy. <laughs> American Life is underrated, actually. Yeah. Apart from some of the rest. Anyway, this is season five. <laughs> so we get two singles from the album before it really goes big. So this was a slow burn of an album. Mm. So we get the first single, Going Down, mm. which is like a grungy, angsty, mm-hmm. dark track. It. I remember at the time. I think it's it, it was too far for me. Does it reflect? Kind of her mental state a little bit. Oh, hundred percent. Well, m- maybe I think she was relatively good at this point because she was doing she the was work like, she wanted to do. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. I think it was worse when she went back to the Spice Girls because mm. she'd been a rock star for a little bit. Yeah, she, I mean, she, she has took the attitude back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she did. <laughs> she yeah. yeah, she did. Um, there was an interview. She has said that she found towards the end that she just she just kept working kept working and yeah. we mentioned um I, I, another time that she uh was recording the album at the same time as forever yeah. and she and it was she was starting to really bring put distance between herself and the girls yeah and it's because she was kind of alienating herself because she was starting to feel she was feeling fragile she just she's a workaholic isn't she 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 just launched her straight herself straight back into into working. She didn't stop. Yeah, um, there was no break for her for years, and and that's she what she denied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like she had breaks after Northern Star, though. I mean, when we go mm. through in a minute, yeah, yeah. I feel like she, but maybe that was just at the time. I didn't feel like there was an album every year. No, but maybe the breaks were forced rather than. And was she touring? Should we touring a bit? Like she does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Going down was very. It was too far for me. It was too dark. But she, you can really see how she wants to shed that pop skin and she wants to rebel yep. against that. Yeah, yeah. Smart choice. I mm. mean, and then we get Northern Star, mm-hmm. the ballad. Yeah. And um, it comes out before the album. I, listening back now, love that. I love that song. It really builds. Yeah. Nicely. And it's, it's got quite a timeless feel to it. And it's all about her and the Spice Girls. Yeah. You know, yeah. she tried to catch a star, she's full, don't know who to trust. Mm. things like that lyrically yeah really there's lyric. a lot behind the lyrics yeah. Yeah, yeah it's got a lovely melody I love the way it builds Northern Star is the best selling solo album of the Spice Girls it's unsurprising to me yeah yeah I would have yeah. thought it would have been a Jerry actually just because she had the hype but well done Mel yeah sold 4 million copies worldwide is that Ooh, the same amount forever. forever wow yeah we all say what a commercial success Northern Star was and no one ever talks about the commercial success of forever <laughs> it's very That's true true yeah it was however a slow burner so yeah. those first two singles weren't the big massive hits yeah it wasn't until she came out with the Never Be The Same Again remix Right, yeah. With Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Yeah. That she goes straight in at number one. Oh, Lisa Left Eye, R.I.P. R.I.P., yeah. yeah. Wow. That was a what boss. A yeah. 
But uh, yeah, that's an amazing tune. I love that tune. It's it's got a nice kind of funky beat to it. Like it's. Yeah, it's yeah. Nice I remember at the time it sounding like nothing else. Yes. It sounded really fresh. Yes. And yeah. then the video as well was really good for that as well. It was mm-hmm. like that sort of like slightly futuristic house, isn't it? Where she's like running and yeah. she's got like the headphones in and stuff. That's right, yeah. Sporting a very sporty look there as well. I think she had like a vest top and mm. cargo pants on there. Yeah, it's funny because she didn't change aesthetically, but she just, she changed a lot musically. You don't think she changed aesthetically? That hair. Oh, yeah, the hair. This is yeah. where the awful blonde starts. Okay, yeah, that's true. Her hair <laughs> did not level out at this point. Yeah. I I think it was a bad choice. Mm. I think what happened is she cut her hair to rebel, and then she had to grow it out. Right. Yeah, you're probably right about that. It wasn't great for me. You're not feeling it. I really I dislike her hair. she's hot, hair. whatever she does, but yeah. Music, the music I love. This mm. album's really good, yeah. actually. And then we come with a fourth single from this album as well. I turn to you. That's a little bit dancey. Yeah. yeah. Again, I remember this coming Another out sounding tune. like nothing else yeah. on the radio. Yeah. It was so good. And it's better than the the, the album track version. Mm. It's mm. still good, but you can really hear the difference. You know, like sometimes on a remix, you're like, I don't really know how much they've done here. Yeah. You can really tell the difference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's still really true to the original. It's like really yes. lifted it. Yeah. Uh, won no. a Grammy for Best Dance Remix. Oh, yeah, she won a Grammy. Only Solo Grammy. I don't think they won any Grammys as a band. I think it's one of the few awards they didn't take. Yes, yeah. Were they nominated? No, I I don't think there was no nominations for the Grammys. They're a bit snooty, the Grammys. Mm. So the Spice Girls didn't get nominated for anything. No. But I turn to you, Mm -hmm. walked home with the gold medal. Well, best remix, I don't know how competitive a category that is. Yeah, yeah. A Grammy's a Grammy. A Grammy's a Grammy. I wonder who was in the category. We'll never know. Well, we will, if we Google it. <laughs> the video to I Turn To You. Um, so it's filmed in Ibiza in a nightclub. And I didn't realise this, but I've been to that nightclub. Oh! Now. I wish I'd known at the time. Yes. You could have taken loads of photos. I would have been all... Yeah. I you... did not know. Oh. oh such a, such a loss. S Paradise, if, you've, if you're there. Okay. Hit us up. Yeah. Give us a free night. We'll come and <laughs> film a replica of I Turn The music video is quite fun. I rewatched it. There are literally, so she's in the nightclub doing all her dancing. Yeah. And she's literally got about 10 backups. That's it. Like 10 people in the crowd. She's that's, in an empty club. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, they didn't put a lot of money into the extra sourcing. I mean, they could have just. They spent like, all the money on the remix. Uh, and they were right to. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Another number one? Yeah. Her two number ones. She was the first female artist to write on 11 number ones. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. More than any other female artist until Madonna came in with Sorry in 2006. Wow. Madonna. 11 number ones to have written on as well. That is, yeah, it's impressive. I mean, most of them were with the Spice Girls. Yeah, obviously, but, you know. Slightly more embarrassing to say it's one more than Cherry. I would argue that Melanie's probably a better musician. Not probably. I strike probably. Yes, I, I, I am of that opinion also. Could I also let you know that mm. Mel C is the only Spice Girl to have had a UK number one as a solo, as a duo, as a quartet, and as a quintet. Ah. That's true. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. So she just needs to have a trio. She yeah, she hasn't got a trio. She's also she had a number one with the Justice Collective as well. So that's like a it was like a band aid type thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's a <clears throat> specific number. Yeah, for the the over five. <laughs> yeah, and there was like twenty odd people in it. She, well, she loved a collaboration. Yeah. That's true. But, and obviously people like working with her. So she, yeah. That's a really nice way of putting it. I think yeah. because she had the 
the musical chops. Yes. Yeah. She has a good voice, I think. But... She does. I actually, yeah. She Her does. voice can carry an album. Yes. Some of the other girls, their voices aren't strong enough or interesting enough mm. for a whole album. Whereas uh, her voice is, I can listen to it. I mean, it is, it is interesting how when you listen to a lot of their tracks, she is the one doing the... Showy notes. The showy bits. She's the one, inter, you know, over the top. Yeah. Like the main chorus. She, Yeah, she's the one elaborating, isn't she? She's the second best singer after Victoria. Thank <laughs> you. Thank I you. strongly disagree. <laughs> okay, then let's rank. If you're gonna rank them as vocalists, oh, okay, let's do this. I think she has to be number one, Milsey. Mm-hmm. I think people don't give Emma as much credit. No, Emma is beautiful. The, well, also the foundation of most of their harmonies and melodies. So yes, when you listen to yeah. a song like Goodbye, yes, most of the chorus and the two become the one. It's Emma carrying that. I feel like, or she harmonises with Mel C on that one. I think. Yeah, but to me, I don't know why like for two become one i do think of emma when i hear that song her mm. the her kind of, she's quite angelic almost mm. but yeah back to mel c best singer for me mel c then emma i think yeah and then you've got jerry and mel b jerry's at the bottom jerry's far worse than victoria for me mel b wow. i'd put in the middle okay 100 wow. jerry never sings she talks things the one she's not to take anything away from her, most number ones, but she she, she attitudes her way through. It's true. I don't. A, yeah. A, an album is tough. Yeah. You can't just sash your way through an album. I mean, she did three times, but it's <laughs> yeah it's tougher. No, I I agree. You know, this isn't a reflection on what we think about them as artists or the sound or anything. We are just talking about singing. So what? Mel B third. Mel B yeah. and then. Melby's actually got quite a good But you've got to remember Jerry on Wannabe, how important that was to that song. Oh, yeah, gosh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not saying she's hugely important, but yeah. she wasn't the vocal. Like, she yeah. wasn't... But then Victoria didn't even have a shot, I suppose, of Wannabe. Oh, yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> that is true. Um, I guess you don't know what her limits, because we've never really seen them, yeah. Victoria. Um, you know, what, what she can do. We hear her voice her is so- limited, in her solo yeah, stuff. because she doesn't have as much range she can't do the bigger notes but when you listen to them sing live like they've all done like live yeah. solos Jerry's when she tries to sing a harmony or an acoustic especially nowadays like it's she hasn't got the bravery to do it she's probably the bravest of them all yeah. but she doesn't give right. a ballad yeah. A, yeah. a real cane mm. you know I feel with Jerry that there is a real lack of confidence sometimes because she didn't go to stage school I wonder if she yeah. did feel a bit inferior yeah. oh sometimes. sure yeah and oh, she did great with what she had yeah. we can elaborate that on that in, with we'll talk, yeah, episode, more yeah. in that. I think with Mel C there is there is a confidence in her performance yeah you know like watching back uh, videos for this I was struck by how kind of in control and relaxed she seems performing like yeah, she's that's so very true. and also it's enjoyable to watch things because you're really like she's in control of this like, even going for the big notes yeah. yeah yeah like she's feeling it and you're in safe hands she was always the chops vocally like you can see in the the tour videos and stuff like she's the disciplinarian around the vocals like let's oh, nail this now 100% I'm in that Viva Forever documentary there's that clip of her Jerry has her hands over her face they're at the piano and she it is prefaced by Mel see saying in the interview I am a bit of a disciplinarian yeah. like she does know that's her role but she is she's having a moment and what I think what I could if I remember correctly what I could catch 
was her basically turning to Jerry like, you know, you just need to focus. And then, you know, obviously then I think somebody else like breaks out. He's like, yes, yes, miss. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's like the teacher. So they're used to her being the teacher yeah. who goes, come on, let's let's pick it up. And it's funny because I'd never really thought of her that way before when I'd seen clips of her before. Because I guess her public persona was very much like sporty, just like kind of bouncy and, you know. Can you like- watch the earlier stuff, though? Like, so the, the unreleased stuff before the Spice album, the really early stuff when they were with the management company, Heart Management, Mm. when they're down that more R&B, like eternal style, it's all based on Mel's vocals. The other four don't come into it that much. Maybe Mel B would do a bridge or a bit of a rap. Like some of the B-sides to the Spice album, you know, like Baby Come Round and stuff like that. It's very based on Mel's vocal and then a a harmony from Emma. We get one more song from this album, uh, If That Were Me. A song about homelessness. So wow. It is a charity record. Yes. Came in for a bit of a big beating by reviewers. Do you remember this one? Should we play a little? Yeah, let's yeah, play a bit. Some of the lyrics are what got her in a bit of hot water. Mm. Particularly the line, I can't live without my phone, but you don't even have a home. Uh, yeah. But it, on this, I think what she's trying to say there is, you know, oh, we get so caught up in our own petty lives about, oh, it's the worst thing ever, I've dropped my phone. Yeah. And there's someone yeah. literally outside that wall who hasn't got a hand. There was no good intentions. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's the framing of phone in home. It feels... Oh, I suppose, yeah, it does feel a bit crass. It be, well, yeah, it just it feels like trivialising it. Yeah. Mm. Well, people did trivialise it. There yeah. is a lyric in there that says, I bet you'd look if that were me. And there were jokes that on the success of this song, it may well be you. Next. <laughs> Wow. Next week. Because people love to tear down a Spice Girl. They do. I think you've got to respect the fact that this was a charity single. It yeah. raised money for charity. Yeah. A fair bit of money. And The intention was good. Yeah. How many pop stars are singing about homelessness? It's true. Not many. Yeah. I can think of Another Day in Paradise and that's... Ellie Goulden is really big on homelessness. But I can't think of anyone else. Go Ellie. And she's writing a four minute pop song. This is not a political dissertation. Yeah, it's true. So... Unfair criticism, mm. I think she got there. And that came out a month before Forever. Right. Before she went and... God, that period around Forever is really intense. Busy. It? Yeah. Busy. So at the end of the album, um, Mel went on a world tour to spot her debut, taking 76 countries. 
That is a lot. Very yeah. impressive. She needed to do 76 to grow her hair out. It was... <laughs> that's what she had to do. Yeah, let's talk about that hair, guys. Uh, it's... What was going on? I, she, I think she cut it and then it had to grow out. But it, she did not have her strongest looks. It was of then. the time to a certain extent. But I yes. don't think it is, Laura. <laughs> I just... I don't care for that. I don't yeah. think the people she was working with were doing the best. Mm, no. I think let's respect the fact she went on a tour though. Not many of the girls yeah. did tour. No one did a tour that big. She ended it with a live broadcast of her Shepherd's Bush Empire gig on her website. Wow. She's impressive. Yeah. People of the world, subscribe up your life. Every boy and every girl. Subscribe up your life. Pot up the pops. Subscribe up your life. Uh, Please subscribe. Subscribe up your life. Hard to do, isn't it? Yeah. As Victoria would say, it's the easiest bits that are the hardest. <laughs> we wouldn't get new music though until 2003. Right. So, so there she was... took two years. Yeah. Yeah. She did appear on the soundtrack for Bend It Like Beckham. Oh yeah. She wrote a track for Holly Valance. Holly Valance. Australian. Yeah. So and pop star. Yeah. It's it wasn't her first album, which yes, I had Footprints. Um, <laughs> I didn't remember it. Help Me Help You. It's like a soppy ballad. No. It's yeah. Oliver Lance's debut album was not particularly strong. Mm-hmm. It was singles. Good singles. Mm. It was a VB. Sorry, yeah. VB. It's no tuck your shirt in, basically. <laughs> there were several reasons for the delay in the music. There were conflicts with Virgin. So she, it was scheduled for a September 2002 release. Mm. Then delayed till February 2003. Right. We wouldn't get it until March. Do we know the reasons for that? Yeah. yeah. So part of it is her battle with clinical depression. Right. Mm-hmm. So she was taking antidepressants for about 18 months. Yeah. And it was all due to the pressures of the fame yes. and the timetabling of the Spice yeah. Girls. Yeah. yeah. And that must have been a tough time coming off the back of the band. Yeah. Going off and having a successful solo album, mm. but still facing that harsh criticism from the press. Yes. On a daily. Yeah. I mean... Hearing her talk about her mental health, I think it started from when they started to get very famous with the Spice Girls, but then just, you know, continued, yeah. evolved. And I think she does consider, like, it's a, it's not like a one-off battle for her. It's her life, you know, she is a depressive. Yeah. Yeah. And full respect to her for discussing it. So I think it's the depression and the, the eating disorder as well yes. that we should yeah. touch on. So she said quite openly that she was suffering from an eating disorder towards the end, mm-hmm. maybe all the way through the Spice Girls actually, but certainly yeah. stronger towards the end yeah. of the yeah. Spice World campaign. She, she yeah. felt like eating was the only way that she could control something, like one element of her life, because yeah. everything else was just so frantic and yeah. insanely busy. Um, she also had commented about newspapers talking about their weight and how yeah. she would yeah. be really conscious of not being labelled as, you know, the fat mm-hmm. Spice Girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, obviously that those insecurities must have just gone on yeah. throughout. Yeah. You can't just lose that feeling no overnight. I, I think it's so telling as well that 60% of the girls have all, have come out and said they had eating disorders. Yeah. Mel B, we've not heard anything from, and Emma, no. um, not. Whether that's just they've not said, but... Yeah. That's a lot. It's a Three lot. out of five. Yeah. 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 And I think it's it is reflective upon just like women in general, the pressures, yeah. and especially if you're in the public eye. And, and it's very apparent with those three. You know, yeah. you can see when they've gained and lost weight and yeah. it's been quite dramatic weight loss. Yeah. She's been quite open about that being one of the reasons for the delay. So yes. there were reports that Virgin, the record label, had asked her to lose weight because 
after the first album, she did gain a bit of weight. Right. Partly purposefully and partly she just lost control a bit, mm. it seems. And there were reports that Virgin had asked her to lose that weight. Ooh. She's gone on record to say that they didn't. She mm. wanted to lose it for herself, you know, because you right. want to feel good yeah, yeah. coming out. Uh-huh. But we'll never know yeah. the real reason. So she takes some time off and she comes back with the new album. The other thing she said is she felt guilty about her success. So she grew up in a household where money mm. was really scarce and they had to work really hard. Yeah. And then within two years, she was a millionaire. Multi. Yeah. yeah. There, there is something about as well. Her mother is a singer. Yes. As well, isn't she? Yes. But obviously not a very successful... Well, I would uh, say be hard. To that level, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't that she... Uh, so she's not she's not a professional singer? I think she does work professionally, yeah. I don't she know whether does. it's always been her full-time And she still job. does, I think, from what I've gathered in interviews, but... Um, I'm not sure that she wanted to be either. Right, yeah. At that level. Probably wasn't a dream, you know, in the same yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe she didn't have the opportunities. Mm. Mel said it's less about the money and more about feeling a sense of responsibility for the right. people around her. Yeah. Which I can totally relate to when you start yeah. doing well. She when you... seems so nice, doesn't she? Just such a genuine yes. inspiration. Now yeah. she seems so uh, aware, like yes. really yeah. aware of herself. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think she she strikes me as, uh, you know, in sure, like Jerry and Mel B were the fiery ones who, but they would tell you, you know, what was going on with them. They were very open about their emotions, but I kind of got the impression that Mel C was more of a repressor of her. She let things boil yeah. up, you know. Like, oh, I think she would fire it out as well. Yeah. I would imagine the reason that they didn't reunite for so long mm. is because of Mel C. Well, she did say back in 2016, yeah. She, you know, she didn't want to take part. Yeah. yeah. Well, she didn't want to do it without Victoria. I mean, she's obviously changed her mind. She didn't want now. to do it before the 2007 one either. She was the last on board then. Yeah. Yeah, she was the last on board then. Up mm-hmm. until a couple of months before they announced it, she was still yeah. resilient. Yeah. I think she didn't want to get dragged back into that place. And, you know, she said as well that there was bullying in the band. Yeah. She said she felt bullied by the stronger personalities. She's talked about it a lot. And they know who they are. Well, she said they know what they did and they apologise. Yeah. She won't name names. But it's you can read but she's a lot more confident now. Yes, yeah. She said it's sorted. Yeah. But I think she, they also say it was for their good. Like they were hard on each other mm. because they wanted to bring each other into line. Yeah. And, and that's how they got as far as they did. And they lived in each other's pockets. Like, is it any wonder? No, definitely. So we get new music. Lead single. Here it comes again. Don't give up on something you've never. Guitar-y. Like it's lost a bit of the edge and the darkness that's on yeah. Northern Star. So that reached number seven. It's still respectable. Top yeah. ten. Yeah. Um, preceding the album, Reason. Which was more singer-songwritery than her previous effort. Mm. Less 
getting all the big production in. Yeah. The Here It Comes Again single is, I don't think it's our strongest. I'm not massively aware of this album. Mm. It, I, yeah, I, I, I remember at the like time this it song. I like this song. I felt it wasn't a strong lead single, really. Yeah. I yeah. felt like it was picked mostly because of the name. Here It Comes Again, that's a fitting story as <laughs> yeah. a comeback title. Yeah, yeah. I think there were better hooks on the album. The album, though, reached number five, Gold Status, mm-hmm. which is still respectable. Yeah. But it was not enough for Virgin Records. They'd mm. go on to later drop her. Wow. They, they, apparently they weren't happy with the musical direction that she was taking. Because uh-huh. she'd had a bigger hit with never be the same again yes and it's and not that... classic pop is it it's not about virgin necessarily yeah that's true yeah and they'd had some bad hits around then mm. with a few other space kids with the other spice <laughs> they were yeah. all dropping them then yeah. and, but also they'd had they'd lost a lot with mariah carey's glitter oh, album around 2000 yeah. as well fantastic mm. album i never listened to glitter it's not on spotify <laughs> Bad on iTunes. Yeah. Justice for glitter. Justice Even for Spotify Christian. don't want it. <laughs> they can't. They won't have it at Virgin. Virgin are really resistant about their music. Mm. Um, so they try to insist on a musical direction show. They try to steer her more towards that R&B sound. Right. Which she didn't want to do. So good on her for yeah, going advice. against that. And I think it's paved the way for her really to still be making music now. It's true, She actually. insisted on that pop rock direction. Yeah. It's horror. Don't the pretend you're to be something you're not. Yeah. The second yeah. single, On the Horizon, was better. I mean, it was favoured by critics much more, but mm. failed to break the top ten. So, when sales weren't quite what everyone expected, mm. Melanie took part in a reality show. Channel 4's The Games. Oh, that's right. The, this was a great reality show. So, they take ten celebrities who compete against each other by doing Olympic-style events, such as weightlifting, gymnastics, and diving. Mm. And then at the end of the series, the contestants with the most points are awarded bronze, silver, and gold at Sheffield Don Valley Arena. Wow. <laughs> you don't get much more glamorous. Big bucks. I have run at Sheffield. I used to be a runner when I was a teenager. I used to run for the county. Wow. And I've run at Sheffield, so... So you've pretty much been everywhere mm, Mel's. I've been following Mel's around. <laughs> It's a stellar lineup on this series. Melcy, I would say, is the biggest name. She's up with Lee from Steps, wow. Bobby Davro, yeah. MC Harvey from So Solid Crew. Wow, wow. And unfortunately, she she injured her knee in the, in the judo competition. That's been an occurring in- injury for Melcy, her knee. knee. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's in Viva Forever. You see in their... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. When they're on tour, she has yes. problems with her knee. I feel yeah. she might have hurt it during the Space Girls, and it just keeps... Yeah. Yeah, you see right, her. They're they're rehearsing the dance dance moves, and she's sitting there looking really supportive and trying to like remember the steps. But she's got her leg propped up. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Oh, you're right. I'd forgotten about that. So yeah, that would have. So she had to drop out of the competition. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, fit for her though, isn't it? Fitting fit. A sporty spice being on the yeah. games. Very, very. And you know, she probably would have won it. If she, she, yeah, probably, she was doing very yeah, well. She's yeah. very, very athletic. Yeah. But unfortunately, it meant that she wasn't able to promote a more upbeat song from the album and press stopped on it. Oh. Just sad. Yeah. yeah. We can't really talk about Melcy and all of the scrutiny that she goes under and the pressures and depression that she had without talking about the fact that she was hounded for years about being a lesbian. Right. About allegedly, like, people putting that label on her, yeah. Yeah, especially during the latter days of the Spice Girls and Mm. during the first album, first solo career. Yeah. It was constant. When you watch the interviews, 
they're basically trying to get her to come out live on air. Yeah. Constant, why have you not got a boyfriend? Why are you... So insulting. Yeah. Really harsh based mm. on I don't know what the fact that she was sporty the fact that she sometimes had short hair yeah. or that she wasn't parading a man in, on her arms at all times exactly yeah. it's frustrating was there rumours about her and Mel B there would have been rumours about that with all of them yeah. I think yeah it's very annoying that it's why why do we have to know I mean that's obviously a huge question for the whole pop industry but why do we why is it so important for us to know you know and you know why do people care so much yeah there was rumours about having an affair with an assistant. I see. With her long crime assistant. I'm pretty sure they said it about Lisa Left Eye as well. Because that song in particular, Never mm. Be The Same Again. Yeah. It's all about seeing someone um, in a different light. Right, so there was lots of, the lesbian label was thrown at that. Ugh. But sh- they do ask it constantly in interviews. Mm. And she's very adamantly like, no, I'm not. If I was, I'm pretty sure in one interview she's like, I wish I was. That so I could say... I yeah. am, and it would stop all this yeah. speculation, but I'm not. Yeah. And the thing really that gets me is, all this time, Melanie B is having a, a fling with a woman. It's all oh. come out now. Yeah. She said she yeah. was in like a four-year on-off relationship. Right. I think from LC as well, I think her sexuality, um, because she was suffering from you know, an eating disorder, mental yeah. health issues, her confidence is probably at, you know, yeah. rock bottom. Yeah. So if she did want to meet somebody, it was probably very difficult or yeah. she lacked the confidence. Mm-hmm. Well, she did date some high profile people. Oh. Men, all men, not people. Yeah. In 1997, she had a fling with Robbie Williams. Ooh. I think I, yeah, oh God, I did know this, but that, yeah, that's... So she got in there before Jerry did. Oh, wow, what a pain. <laughs> I mean, that must be a real... <laughs> had him. <laughs> so busy. Sloppy seconds. No. Uh, in 1998, she dated record producer Jake Davies. In the summer of the same year, she had a relationship with Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's oh, right. I yes. don't remember that. Oh, wait. So, I mean, she was... She had got people who had worked on Red Hot Chili Pepper... Uh, on the Northern Star yeah, album. I think so that was Prey Halle. That's yeah. how they met. All the other way around, yeah. Oh, well, he wrote a song about her. Oh, did he really? Emmett Remus, yeah, mm-hmm. on the um, Californication album. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to go re-listen to that with new eyes. Yeah. It with new ears. New ears. New ears yeah. and eyes. <laughs> and I said ears. In my favourite one, in 2000, she jaded um, Jay from Five. Oh. Jason Brown. That's right. He was the one I think I fancied the most. Yeah. He was like the he beefy, had, I like, the earrings. Yeah, 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 the, the eye, eye piercing. Yeah, 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 the eyebrow piercing. There's something oh, a bit God. naughty about him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He had a glint in his eye. He was the one always in the vest, right? She's got quite good You taste. love a vest, even. I love a vest. Right? <laughs> the vest I melt. Um, anyway, it's not about you. It's about me, i <laughs> <laughs> Come back for Era Twitch instead of podcast. So she broke up with him because she said he was really immature. She said he was 24 going on 15. I, uh, that is relatable. So believable as well. Yeah. Because yeah. I've seen... He didn't do the big reunion, did he? With five. Oh. They had to do it as four because he wouldn't do it. Oh, yeah, that's right. He obviously didn't need the money. I think he did. <laughs> She's not that sweet, sweet Melanie C money anymore. <laughs> uh, they lived together, apparently. They, they, oh, they lived together. Serious. Yeah, it was serious. Not serious enough for the press to stop calling her a lesbian, but oh. apparently, you know, just because you're living with a man, it doesn't mean you're not a lesbian to the <laughs> British press. And then in 2002, she began a relationship with property developer Thomas Starr, and they were mm-hmm. together for 10 years. Wow. We'll cover the separation in the next episode. We go back to music. So in January 2004, after she's she's split from Virgin, mm. she sets up her own record label. Not so she's sniffed it. Indie artist now. 
Yeah, and is that the, that must be the second Space Girl at least to set up their own record? She did it first. She did it before Mel B. Right. The, a year before. Right. But Mel B's was only set up temporarily to release that album. Yeah. Whereas Mel C's Sporties continued to release off of that album. You know, that's really good because, you know, obviously she's not appealing to the record labels, so just set up her own with her own music. And then she doesn't have to go through all those conflicts that she would have gone with with the second album of musical direction. Yeah, that is girl power. Absolutely. Yeah. Red girl power. The label is called Red Girl after her football team. Liverpool, I presume. (laughs) I thought it was a tribute to Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) She's the original Red Girl. So she celebrated setting up the record label by doing a series of five dates, the Barfly mini tours, and finished recording her third album um, in October 2004. She worked with Guy Chambers, Robbie Williams. Right, famous. Yeah. See what I say? Like when I say they're always trying to be Robbie, they're all trying to do this earnest Robbie Williams stuff. Yeah, it's true. So she comes out with a bit of a banger of a first single. Next best superstar. Sell your life, sell your soul, telling everyone you know you're living your dream. And you know that you're good, because they told you you could be the next best superstar. And you know you can sing and you'll do anything to be the next best Remember, it was aimed at the manufactured pop of TV talent shows. So, really calling out Jerry and Popstar's arrivals at that point. Yes, yeah. She did call... Oh, she was... Melcy was the one for the Shady Lions. Mm. So, she really called out Jerry at this time. So, this is when... There's still a lot of lingering anger. I mean, we've covered it elsewhere. You know, the fact that she's clearly the one throwing the most shade in that initial performance after Jerry's left. And it is hurt. You can kind of sense that she is raging. But as we know, Jerry didn't apologise to girls till some years later. Yes. So it wasn't yeah. resolved for a long yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Melcy was no holds barred. Yeah. If you want to treat yourself, get on YouTube and Google like Melcy. 2003 year interviews are probably the best. Yeah. Um, asked if Jerry was entitled to judge a reality show. She said she's not of a talent to judge other people's talents. That's disappointing. <laughs> wow. I find that disappointing. Reunion Yeah. This I, was a hard time for Melcy. And you would never catch her saying something like that I now. know. And she'd be mortified. That isn't girl power. No, that is very much Well, not. if you didn't like that, you won't like this one. Oh, Ooh. God. For me, she's just cotton wool. She's not a talented musician and she's not a very strong singer. She's a great celebrity, but musically, it doesn't come from the heart. It's just hollow. I think that's wow. really sad to say that don't come from the heart. I get the, the not the best singer, but I think to say it's not because Jerry does do it all. She's not great, we know that, but she does give it all. Yeah, she cares. She cares. Uh, yeah. Does it get worse, Erin? Well, she then says this about Victoria. So this is two thousand and four. If I was Victoria, I would enjoy my husband, enjoy my family, enjoy the money that they've got, and give the music a rest. Kind of true. But, no! <laughs> but, oh, yeah, okay, so actually, I think she has capabilities to be a bit of a bitch. But we cannot... The thing about it is, is that I know that when you're... If you are in a dark place mentally, you kind of... It can strip away your... I'm not excusing 
what she's saying, but I'm maybe saying uh, it explains it. Uh, she's got things going on. And I think she's constantly being attacked uh, yeah. over this period. These, the, before yeah. the reunion is wilderness for the Spice Girls. Yeah. It's a tough time to be a Spice Girl. Yeah. And these interviews, you've got to say something. It's quite boring when they don't. Yeah. yeah. I would rather have this than some of the interviews Victoria was giving at this time were a bit... She was trying Genetic. not to say anything. Yeah, yeah, she was definitely trying not to slay the girls. Yeah. I mean... Well, we, we will speak about that more in the Victoria episode. Yeah. She, she's always been high level pro on those things. Well, it helped. Next best superstar managed to get in at number 10 as okay. her first independent. That's quite good. Yeah. But it's a nice idea for a song, you know, warning the youngsters about the low quality music coming out of this damaging yes. TV talent yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't able to stop TV talent shows. It's 15 years later. They're yes. still yeah. <laughs> the mainstay of Saturday Night TV. So the album comes out, Beautiful Intentions. The cover, she's gone for a real black and white look on the cover. Mm. You know, just to let us know it's homemade. She uses a little typewriter font. Oh, I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm an indie artist now. I do it all myself. <laughs> That's good. Mm. I'm not going to lie, I didn't listen. <laughs> I, the, the two albums after Northern Star... I just, I'm not into that sort of more folky, mm. pop It's more of my thing. It's definitely in terms diverse. of our tastes. Yeah. yeah. And that is probably why she's my, she remains my favourite. Bitchiness aside. I, I like the later stuff more. She had yeah. beautiful intentions. She yes. had beautiful intentions. Only reached number 24 in the UK, but was a bigger hit in Europe. Actually sold over a million copies. Yeah. Worldwide. Which is pretty she's quite, good. she's quite big abroad. Yeah, she's she? just well in Europe and like Brazil. yeah. yeah. They always do well in Brazil. Yeah. And thank God, because the Brazil fans really help me on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) They'll see Brazil, thank you. She released two more singles from the album, but they only really charted in Europe and Australia. Mm -hmm. But it made way for her to go on a tour, the Beautiful Intentions tour, Mm -hmm. which started in Birmingham, where I live. Mm -hmm. We get all the best ones. Mm -hmm. She did 25 dates. Let me show you the poster. The poster is pure Sporty Spice. It's sponsored by Carlsberg. Like, wow. Carlsberg don't make pop tours, but if they did, they they'd be the best pop tours in the world. We'll put it on Twitter as well for you. At Pod of the Pops. At Pod of the Pops. And this was recorded for a live DVD that went to number 10. Oh. She is really good live, actually. She is, yeah. She really puts on a show and it's all singer-singery. I think she... I was going to say she's better live on her own than with the Spice Girls, but... I mean I mean vocally. It's Because diff- she's let loose a bit more. Yeah, yeah, and it's a different... Yeah context yeah like it and it's style of singing because you see her in a smaller intimate setting yes nice yeah she's actually one of these individually she's one of these performers she doesn't put bells and whistles around it does she compared to the others in terms of like adding styling or over the top theatrical oh yeah no there's no No, huge staging no No, just having a microphone really and a band yeah and she carries it you know so yeah really testament to her talent actually that would be the last we hear from her though until the reunion she does do an album at the same time as the reunion actually which is kind of messy so we'll talk about that yeah. they love doing an album with a reunion with a tour yeah, yeah they love yeah. double the stress double the stress yeah. yeah she is the most resistant to the reunion at this time yes she's constantly saying in the press I don't think that's something I'm interested in yeah 
and she would be the last one that they called up. Even to, a few months before she was on like Lorraine Kelly or mm. something, and she said, "Yeah, no." You know, I think happened. that might be testament to maybe how apparent the bullying was and felt to yeah. her within the Spice Girls, and 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 how reflecting on it on that period for her was quite painful. Yeah. The anxiety, yes, and and that she associated it so much. It was she really, was really having to confront her fears. Having said that, she sold 20 million records as a solo artist. That's impressive. That is that is damn good. Way more than I think people expect that she has. Yeah. 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 She's the underdog, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or rather, she's not actually the underdog, but people perceive her to be the good underdog. Point. Yeah. Good I think point. that's the difference. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of this. So Melanie Z was purely the music, save for that sporty detour into reality TV. Mm. So she'd sold three albums, mm-hmm. 20 million records, set up a label. Had a song that won a Grammy. Yeah. In light of that, would we respice her? Ooh. I think so. Give her a different spice. I name. had thought of settled spice. Settled, uh, but spice. not as in settled for second best or anything. Just because mentally and physically, she might. Oh, maybe not at this time. Not at this stage. So that this would point, be later. She's still eh? a bit bitter. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like maybe she had conquered some of her demons at least. Mm, yeah, she definitely approached them. I would say. Talent Spice. Talent Spice? Yeah. What about you? I wanted to go for... Because she did this big thing in the press where she didn't want to be Mel C anymore. She wanted to be Melanie Chisholm. Apparently she sent, like... She phoned all the papers and said, I want to be Melanie now. Yeah. So I, in light of that, would like to call her Melody Spice. Because <laughs> she just... All she did was music. She was like, I want to be a singer. Melody Spice. And that's her real passion. It's obviously yeah. come through. Yeah. The others are trying Melody, to Melody. Hand into other things. Yeah, but she's yeah. been remained consistent to music. Yeah. That was a good one, darling. Yeah, let's go for that. You. Yeah. So, Melody Spice. We'll be back soon. I thought that we could just be friends. But if you haven't subscribed, things will never be the same again. View all our bonus content, leave your comments, and join the conversation on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Talk to us at Pod of the Pops on all platforms.